Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Becoming Super Podcast. I'm Angelica. And I'm Scott. If you're new around here, welcome. We are glad to have you. Uh, we are network marketing coaches and mentors, and we started this whole podcast because we wanted to break down the myths, the stereotypes, uh, the, the misinformation, lies the lies. Yep. Yep. And bring you guys some valuable insights and information so that whether you're in the industry or thinking about getting involved in network marketing, you have all the information that you need to make the right decision for yourself and to build a successful business. Yep. To stay educated and handle objections. Yep. Absolutely. So uh, today we're going to talk about why, it's actually a fun topic, uh, mm -hmm. why most people fail at network marketing. Because I've been seeing this come up a lot here lately. We've mm -hmm. been seeing the anti-network marketing group kind of come up and and rear up here. So we just kind of want to handle some of those. I went out there and saw what some people were talking about. And we're going to hit you with some stats real quick. Mm -hmm. um, so just as network marketing alone, about 50% of people who start network marketing in their first year quit. Yeah. Uh, within five years, that goes down to 90%. Up to 90%. Or up to 90%. <laughs> yeah, up to 90%. Um, and... Right there, I think right there we can just we can actually talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so why do you think that is? Well, I think one of the biggest things is, you know, even I know specifically for our team that we work with in our company, you know, we never guarantee any type of results. Um, where we are very realistic in and direct with people about what kind of effort it takes to make a certain type of income. But I think that a lot of people, even if they're being told, hey, this is not a get-rich-quick thing, you're going to have to put some effort into it, it's going to take some time, I think in the back of their minds, they're secretly like, oh man, I'm going to be rich tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm quitting my job next week, I'm going to be making six figures, yeah. and I'm going to have a yacht, and this and that. And I, I think that's in the back of their mind, and when it doesn't happen... Within the next week... They get yeah. knocked out and they just give up. Yeah, uh, and, and here I'm gonna I'm gonna put a traditional stat from traditional businesses up real quick. Mm -hmm. um, Twenty percent of traditional businesses fail in the first year, and that goes up to fifty for the five years. Mm -hmm. So there's there's a big jump and a difference there, but I think people need to understand the difference because yeah. with network marketing, it's such a low cost, low risk thing that mm -hmm. literally anybody can start it. Yeah. However, with traditional business, that's a high cost, high risk uh, mm -hmm. factor uh, for most people. Yeah. And so in the back of your head, you're going to try harder if you have more money invested in it and you have a brick and mortar building so you see it every day versus yeah. an online shop that you have that most network marketing companies do have. So that has to play a role in it. And I think a lot of people forget that. They look at the numbers and they're like, oh my God, like 90% of them fail. And I'm like... Well, yeah, but a whole lot more people started a network marketing business online than a traditional business. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the numbers are going to be naturally higher than mm -hmm. a traditional business. Uh, so, I think a lot of people forget to compare two traditional businesses that way. Yeah, it's uh, not an apples to apples comparison. No. Like, you're comparing apples to watermelons yeah, <laughs> or something. And, and basically what it is is that it's going to come down to this. The people who are like putting these stats, yeah, sure, they got burned. They might got burned by a mentor, a coach, whatever it may be. But the ultimate decision is that you own a business. So whether they might have been truthful or not, um, you own that business, and 
it's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to hold yourself accountable at, at certain points. You know, you, you just kind of pick yourself up after somebody might have burned you on something. Yeah. Um, that's just the fact of the matter. I, I know that goes around. That doesn't speak volumes for every company. Yeah. Um, the thing is that a lot of people just don't take responsibility for their business because it's not a brick and mortar business. They don't just go into it and see it every day and open up shop. Yeah. Uh, they just sh- expect either, you know, their business coach to do it for them mm-hmm. and it'll just happen or they just kind of expect like, oh, it's just going to happen overnight. Yeah. Because for whatever reason. Yeah. For whatever, whatever. Yeah. They have a number of reasons in their head, but. The thing is, like, your business coach and mentor is there to help you and to grow. They're not there to do it for you. Mm-hmm. And that's just the fact. Yeah. Um, because you're not going to get any better. You're not going to know how to do things on your own. And that's the whole thing. You have to make yourself duplicatable. Yeah. Into a person. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, you could even take that traditional business route. Um, I think an easy example is a franchise like McDonald's or Subway or something like that. Because network marketing is very similar to the franchise model. Yeah. But if you were to say, you know, buy a McDonald's franchise, if you never showed up and you never did anything, would you expect it to be successful? No. As mu- they have all the systems in place. They have all the training in place. Um, but it's your responsibility. If you don't go there and unlock the door and hire the employees, you're not going to make any money. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. You don't even have to hire employees. You get to find people who have a similar ambition to you mm-hmm. and try to copy yourself onto. Another thing that came up was uh, network marketing is focused on recruiting and not selling the products, which that's that's kind of that's been kind of. I actually got in it. Uh, had a discussion with somebody about that <laughs> once I got into it. Um, but what? Who doesn't recruit at some level? Yeah, that is the like businesses recruit for employees, military recruits, uh, college pros, sports recruit. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're falling under that category of illegal. I guess is that's yeah. essentially what they're trying to say. Yeah, is that illegal because you're recruiting? And I was like, well, literally everybody recruits, so, so that kind of falls on its foundation right there. Uh, I think another thing that happens for a lot of people is that they don't treat it as a business. They treat it as a hobby, you know, and we see, we see this happen, uh, especially with new people. Um, you just kind of get in and you don't really put in the work. You might spend a random 20 minutes here and there and you're like, oh, you know, maybe I'll do that later. Maybe next week if I have a little bit of time, but if you treat it casually, it will be a casualty (laughs) as one of our mentors likes to say. Um, you just, you can't expect to get good, solid results and the income that you desire if you're haphazardly, occasionally, inconsistently working on your business. Yeah. And I mean, it's the same with anything that you're trying to master. If you're trying to be, trying to learn piano or trying to learn another language, if you do it once or twice a month, how long is it going to take you to master that skill? And to be accomplished, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's another thing. Is a lot of people like uh, who who come out and say, "Oh, it didn't work for me." They they treat it like a hobby. They didn't treat mm-hmm. it like a business. Yeah, it was just something that they thought they could do, uh, like maybe thirty minutes, maybe a couple hours a week, uh, and be rich off of and get rich overnight. And that's just not the case. Now, granted, you can 
uh, make it work if you stay consistent. But yeah. that's the problem. They don't stay consistent with it. They'll put in all that work in one week and nothing to show for it. And they're like, oh, it didn't work. Yeah. Well, yeah, you tried one week. You made 20 calls or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it may be. Um, you know, that's the whole point. You have to be consistent with it and keep pushing through it and actually talk to people about your business. Yeah. Like I said, consistency is a big thing. Yeah. And, you know, we've experienced this personally when we are very consistent with the actions that we know that we need to take for our business, we see growth and we see momentum. Yeah. When we start to slack off and get distracted by other things, that's when things stagnate and stop moving. And don't, yeah, don't move forward. And it's very frustrating, <laughs> but it's all because of the inaction that's on us. Like the things that we are not doing, mm-hmm. that's on us. Yeah, you're doing enough just to stay frustrated. Yeah. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. Uh, and like I said before, it's easy for anyone to get started versus a traditional business. I mean, mm-hmm. what's the, I mean, there's a cost range, 50 to maybe, I'll even give it to 500 bucks to start and, uh, yeah. a network marketing business mm-hmm. versus traditional is going to be like thousands of thousands of dollars. There's, yeah. there's a lot. Hundreds not, of thousands. It's not even maybe just even the a- building alone. You're talking about uh, license, I mean, yeah. everything to get that building, that business up and open. Yeah. I think uh, McDonald's, for example, is about 7 million to buy a franchise and you have a waiting or, list and there's a waiting list something like that anyway it's a lot of money um but yeah so i that's another reason why the failure rates if you want to call it that is so high is because the bar for entry is very very low yeah like you don't need a lot of money you know we know plenty of college students we know plenty of you know single parents and blue collar workers and people from all spectrums and walks of life who have been able to enter the network marketing space regardless of their you know income level yeah and it is the american dream because it is such a low cost to start it and it's something that you own and you can build for yourself the like that and but the the greatest thing about it it can be the negative part in people's minds, they don't see it as an opportunity. Yeah. This is why a lot of people who are from different countries uh, who come over here and they get introduced to network marketing, they take off. Yeah. Or any business. Yeah. Uh, they just take off because they see the opportunity mm-hmm. and they know what they had back then. So this is in their other country. So this is, it just, it just frustrates me to see uh, so many Americans just kind of toss it aside and talk about how it's not, um, a viable opportunity when it really is mm-hmm. you're just not you're not seeing it that way because it's just a measly 50 to 200 bucks to you mm-hmm. uh, just to actually run a business so you don't see it as an actual business you treat it like a hobby and a casual uh, just and you just treat it occasionally yeah um as a business mm-hmm. so that's not going to get you any results that you want yeah uh i think going back to the treating it as a hobby thing you know a lot of people will underestimate the amount of time and effort that it takes to build a network marketing business because, you know, it's very flexible, it's online based, Mm -hmm. and it's entirely up to you. And I kind of like to draw the analogy to a gym membership. You can buy a gym membership just like you can, you know, get, you know, purchase a network marketing uh, business Business. ownership, whatever you want to call it. Um, but if you don't go to the gym, 
and work out, like you not only have to go to the gym, you have to work out when you're there. And you also have to eat well. And you have to do other things to take care of your health if you want to see results. You don't just buy a gym membership and then you wake up and you're like shredded. That's not going to happen. And you can't send somebody else to work out for you, you know? So it's the same thing with network marketing. You can, you know, purchase your business or like sign up for your business. You become a business owner. If you don't show up and you don't put in some reps and you don't clean up your diet of what you're listening to, what you're putting into yourself, you're not going to see results. And you can't send someone else to do it for you because you're only, you are going to be the one that fights for your dream the most. You know, the cool thing about network marketing is that you do have a team and you're working together. So Scott and I have, you know, our team, we have our coaches and mentors and everyone's working together to achieve these dreams that we have. Mm -hmm. But we can't just say, I'm going to step back and let this guy do everything for me. Yeah. And the good thing is, is that I can actually help you out as a trainer to help you out with those reps, those exercises, until you get the hang of it. Exactly, yeah. So uh, I've done a couple meetings um, with my team uh, for them to show them how to do it. Um, and then once they learn and they feel comfortable with it, I will let them go and try it. And then yeah. we'll reassess and everything that they said and how everything went and how they thought it went. Yeah. So there, there's a bit of a learning curve and you're just going to fail. And that's just, that's just a fact. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just a fact. And it, those, those failures turn into step, uh, stepping stones of success. Exactly. Um, and then another thing is uh, a disturbing fact that we've seen a lot is that a lot of people lose money or get into debt because mm-hmm. of network marketing. And we've said this over and over and over again. You should not get into debt. The whole purpose is to get you out of debt. Yeah. Um, so that could be a failure of the company itself. That could be a failure of the uh, mentors. Or that could just be your own failure for making bad decisions. Yeah. Um, because you have to you have to make you have to judge that cost. Um, you know, usually I can't speak for all companies, um, but ours is great. Um, I don't know what the other companies are doing, but just mm-hmm. like anybody else, like most of them, they hold conferences. Mm-hmm. And you have to see that as an investment, or you're gonna see it as a cost. And somebody was saying they got into debt because of conferences. Well, how did you do that? Because they only go from what seventy-five to one hundred and twenty-five bucks. Again, this is specifically for our company. Yeah, like, we don't know what other companies do, uh, but also like any industry that you're in has conferences. You know, I've gone to many marketing conferences. You know, as part of my job training to, you know, whether it's talking about strategy or a specific software that we were working with. Um, conferences are normal parts of yeah. jobs and careers. I it's just, not a weird thing. No, I, I, I find it odd if it's a, a conference that you're going to that's getting into debt. I think it's people trying to buy their own products. Yeah, so I actually have a personal <laughs> s- story where, you know, somebody, um, I'm not... It, Kind of was in my family, but anyway, uh, this person was trying to achieve a certain level of business by buying their way there. So they were spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars against advice by the mentors and coaches. Yeah, (laughs) to purchase product to make it look like their business was doing really well. 
Um, this is completely against <laughs> what we teach and what is it's actually not even allowed within our company. Like you're not supposed to do that. It's against their rules. Um, but yeah, like people can sometimes get very eager to qualify for things or to appear to be at a certain level of success. So they feel that they need to, you know, buy their way there, which is never a good idea. I mean, you think about if you owned a store on Etsy, are you going to buy thousands of your own product just so it says, you know, 10,000 sold. Meanwhile, you're like in the hole and you have no money and you're completely way in over your head just so that it appears on the outside to other people that you're a successful shop owner. Like, no, people are not going to, you're not going to do that. But it happens in network marketing because people either don't know any better or they just don't care about what they're being told. They just want to appear a certain way. Yeah, they just want to appear uh, successful and that's just not, that's not the way to do it. And that's how you get into debt yeah. real fast. This is also why, you know, in episode four, we talked about questions that you should be asking before getting into a network marketing company and to really be able to evaluate them. Um, but this is why one of our big things was that we did not want to work with a company that required us to carry inventory. Yeah. Because we didn't, yeah. we didn't want to have to put up the upfront cost to have a bunch of inventory in stock to give people. We wanted to work with a company that was completely hands-free. You know, when our customers purchase from us, it's going from the manufacturing company straight to them. We don't have to touch it. We don't have to buy it first. You know, they just go on our website, they buy it, they get it. We don't have to think about it. Yeah. We don't have to manage the product or the money. We just get paid for it after the fact. Yeah, and we'll just get a follow-up with them to yeah. see how, make sure everything went smoothly, if there's anything else that we need to exchange. Um, but, I mean, that's, that's, that's why we did that. I mean... And we don't have a, a monthly requirement of paying something, which yeah. is a big deal because there That's are some out one. there that yeah. require you to pay X amount of dollars every month. Yeah. I actually had uh, an acquaintance who was in another network marketing company. I don't remember which one. It was like a clothing-based one. Um, but she was required, per her contract, uh, to purchase a certain amount of clothing every single month. That and anytime they released anything new, she had to purchase a certain amount of it in order to have it in stock so that she could show people and like do all this stuff. Again, not something that we wanted to do. Um, if that is, you know, something that you don't care about or you want to do that, then that do that's you. you. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's, it's a personal choice. We did not want to have to do that. Yeah. So, you know, we went with a company that had no minimum requirements every month. So if we want to buy zero, then we buy zero. Um, you know, no inventory requirements, that kind of stuff. Those are some of the things that can get people in trouble and that's how they quote unquote lose money. Um, but then, again, you shouldn't be losing money if you're with the right company. Like for example, some people will say they lost money because they spent money. Um, do you consider it losing money when you buy groceries and then you eat them? Yeah. No, <laughs> you spent that money and you got something in return. When exactly. we purchase products through our business, we're not losing money because those are things that we would be buying anyway. You know, we both are, obviously, we talk about this all the time. We are both very adamant about our fitness and our health. So we work out all the time. We have our pre-workouts, our protein powders, our energy drinks. These are things that we were buying anyway before we started our business. Now yeah. we're just buying them 
through our business and we get paid for it, which is great. Yeah, exactly. So you need, most people who are out there who who have failed, that's, that's basically what it is. They failed at network marketing and they're bitter about it. They might have got burned. They might have had a legitimate reason. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that nobody does, but I would venture to bet that most people do not have a good reason. They yeah. they just failed and they do not want to take accountability uh, and responsibility for their actions and their choices within that business because as a business of their own mm-hmm. that they chose not to build. They let either a couple of uh, no's get to them, a couple of obstacles get to them, or they let their mentor and coaches get to them who might have been bad, but I've seen plenty of people in our, who had, uh, not maybe not on our team, but somewhere like on the same company, mm-hmm. but they didn't have a very good mentor coach and they still made it work. Yeah. Um, or they quit on them, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they still made it work. Yep. You know, so it's your business. It's up to you to make it work. Yep. And you have to understand that. So whenever you hear people talk bad about these companies, you have to make sure you understand where they're coming from and the mindset that they might have had. Uh, like I said, some of them I can understand. I'll be bitter about it too. But mm-hmm. at some point in time, you have to look in the mirror and be like, you know what? It was me. I, yeah. At the end of the day, I made the choice to quit and not to pr- press forward, yeah. whatever it may be. And if you decide to quit, that's fine too. But you don't, there's no need to t- talk bad about a company for quitting. Yeah. Um, so that that's that's just it. You know, you have to look at the stats of network marketing because there's stats out there, and you have to compare that to traditional businesses, and you have to understand that traditional businesses, most people because they put in more money. It's just like kids going to college. If you were going off your parents' college money. You don't care, but if you go off of your money, hmm, that might you might show up to class a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it just is yeah. what it is. If you're out there, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this thing up because we've been kind of everywhere. Yeah. Um, if if you're out there and you're struggling right now and you're in network marketing, um, just take a long look in the mirror and ask yourself why are you struggling? Are you reading the books? Are you doing everything necessary to get to be successful? Or are you placing blame somewhere where, sure, you could place the blame a little bit, but like I said, ultimately, it's your decision to pick it up and go. It's your business. Mm-hmm. So you need to make sure you look in the mirror and reassess yourself. And for those who have failed or have quit and are trash talking, and this might not be the podcast for you, because I want to tell you that you need to quit whining about it. Um, you should, you know... You should have taken accountability and responsibility for your actions and own your business. Yeah. That at the end of the day, and that's just the way it is. You can accept that or not. That's fine with me. I don't care because um, we're going to run our business. We're going to run our team. So yeah. I'm leaving it with that. I'm well, a little fired up about it, but. <laughs> and then I will leave you with this. The great thing about something being your responsibility is that you have the power to change it by not placing blame on your coach or your team or this or that or everyone else and taking the responsibility, you get to choose how you're going to change it. Mm-hmm. You know, if everyone, if it's everyone else's fault, then you have no power to change it. So. Yeah, that's really good. That's, and that, that's just how the cookie crumbles. Exactly. <laughs> if you guys got any value out of this episode, we would really appreciate you leaving a five-star rating and review um, share this with anyone that you know that may get some value out of it. You guys know that we don't run any commer- commercials. We don't run <laughs> any commercials either, but we don't have any sponsorships on this channel because 
we don't enjoy listening to all of that on other ones. So you can also follow us on Instagram at ethos underscore legion. You can drop us a message there. Let us know any topic ideas, questions, comments, concerns, what have you. And remember, we're trying to, we have that little goal of getting 100 five-star reviews before our 100th episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can't do that without you guys. And we appreciate everything that you guys done and all the feedback that we've had. Uh, if you're interested in discovering more on how to create your own business and some more income in your spare time, you can go to ethoslegion.com forward slash join. All right. We'll see you guys next week. TTFN. TTFN.